The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Good afternoon, and welcome to another Transformation for Success show. I am your host, Dr. Barbara Young, and this is Tuesday, your day for encouragement and empowerment. You know, transformation simply means change. If you want to change your mind, change your attitude, change your belief system, and take action to be better and not bitter, then Transformation for Success Empowerment Show is where you will hear how to make success work for you. I will share with listeners each week through the compelling stories of successful men and women and how they've learned how to integrate the soul, emotions, and wills, your body, physical, and spirit, your intuition, for change to become whole. Listeners, you will enjoy hearing the experiences of individuals who've changed their lives by taking action on what they heard and learned through their life experiences. This show is designed to change your hearts, your minds, your wills, and emotions for more successful, transformed lives. You will be empowered and energized with the humor, moving testimonies, and wit they will facilitate for inspiring messages of hope and change for significant living. More importantly, you will be able to apply these principles that they will share that will work in your home, your workplace, your personal lives for more results that lead to success. I'm here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I invite you to tune in each week, and you're welcome to call in today with your questions and join in the conversation at, and this is a toll-free number, 888-346-9141. Now, if you're calling internationally, the number is 001-480-553-5750. Again, toll-free, 888-346-9141. Internationally, 001-480-553-5754. Now, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and you can access me through these channels. I also invite you to visit my website at www.info at transformationforsuccess.com. You'll find more information about Dr. Barbara Young, my life empowerment seminars, coaching sessions, networking events, and retreats, which I call advances because we're not moving backwards, we're moving forwards. These efforts are all designed to help individuals grow and move forward in their journeys from where they are to where they want to be. So, 
and this is something very exciting. I have a very uh, interesting free gift for the first 50 people that sign up via my website. So don't forget that's www.infoatransformationforsuccess.com. You'll not want to miss this free gift. Also, I'm hosting my annual Women's Transformation for Success Empowerment Networking Luncheon. And this year, I'm including men. So all you men out there, I have not forgotten the men. You are so important to us women. So, And you need empowerment, too. So Saturday, June 13th at the Wilson Creek Winery in the wine country of Temecula, California, we are having this wonderful empowerment networking luncheon. The cost is only $65, and this is a wonderful day of sharing and caring and meeting and greeting new people and establishing new relationships. So each week, again, I am so blessed to have inspiring guests, and I tell you, my mission is simply to make a difference in the lives of others, to give them hope, encouragement, and principles to transform your lives through the stories of those who have experienced tragedies and they're now experiencing joy, more success as integrated human beings. I firmly believe that integrating and feeding the spirit, soul, and body with positive food and images is the key to transforming one's life for greater personal and professional success. Believe me, it works. Today's show is Realizing True Success, Running for Your Life, and this is the transformation story of a man who went from a non-athlete to an ultra-athlete with humility, humor, and compassion. This show is for everyone around the globe, the young, the bold, the seasoned, and the restless. Call your friends. Download this show if, you, if they're not able to listen to it live. Be sure have them tune in to this extraordinary show that we have today with this extraordinary human being whom I just love. I'm so delighted to have him on the show today. He's this incredible man, Mr. David Richmond. Hello, Mr. David Richmond. Well, hello, Dr. Young. How are you? <laughs> I'm absolutely incredible. I say that word because you are such an incredible guest and I'm so, I really am. I'm so excited and I've been waiting a whole month to get you on the show. <laughs> wow. I'm excited. Thank you. And uh, I just like to say that, you know, when I work out, when I run and I bike, I usually listen to music. But boy, in the last couple of years, I've changed over and listened to a lot more podcasts and, and, and radio shows. And when I listen to yours on demand, when I'm running or biking, it makes me run faster or bike faster. <laughs> very, uh, very inspiring. Thank you. And I just want to tell you listeners that our guest today, and I said this is, is an incredible man who might not have lived to see 40 years of age, um, just a little bit about his background, but he was in a destructive marriage and he was trying to raise and protect his two young children, prone to extremes, and was a very, very unhappy person. So you don't want to miss this story because I always say about him, he began with two what I call C words. C for commitment, and the other C was change, which he took to the next level and changed that C word in change to make the G in change become chance. Yes, he took a chance. And the connective point to this dramatic shift in his life was his 
uncanny ability, which many people just don't do nowadays, and that's to see potential in himself, but more importantly, create an action plan and just do it. So David, I am again, happy to have you back on a show where I can talk with you about your core values, your true potential, and how you have this new goal to help others do the same. So thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. You're so, welcome. Let's get to it. I'm, let's I'm get to it. But I want to give just a little bit uh, more, a little information about yeah. your background because, it's you know, it's interesting because, and let me just share with the listeners, um, Mr. Goodman was born in Miami and then came to Southern California and was a resident for a few years, save he had uh, about five years in Las Vegas in his late teens. So he, this man has worked in real estate, lending, construction, and he started both an animation company and a skincare company and then segued into financial services eventually working at a Wall Street firm for 17 years. So he's been absolutely a wonderful father. He's raised his twins who are as inspirational as their father. So I just want to get right to it and start with questions and talking about this incredible journey he's had. So We've got a few minutes, and I want to just say again, I'm thrilled to have you on the show. Now, David, we got a lot to talk about, so I want the listeners to hear. And I want to start by just highlighting a bit of your journey, okay? Starting out. Absolutely. All right. Sure. Tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, as you said, I was raised in Miami. Um, my family moved out here when I was very young, and uh, I was raised in Southern California, when I was 18, I left uh, home and and made my way in the world. I ended up in Vegas. My car broke down in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Likely <Actually>. story, Dave. <laughs> Likely <laughs> story, teasing. right? Yeah, sure, but that's the truth. And I uh, didn't have anybody to call and no uh, uh, no money. And, geez, I found myself kind of living in the back of my car and, um, you know, just trying to figure out a way to get to the next day and, one thing led to another, and I was able to kind of put things together for myself again. Mm -hmm. uh, five years later, I left Vegas and moved back to Southern California, and then started, uh, you know, you know, embarking on my, you know, different careers and building my life back here in Southern California. So that was kind of the that was kind of the first transformation point is going from. Uh, from living in the back of my car and not having any money to uh, to figuring out a way to survive. How in the world well, did you make it in Las Vegas, though, from car to, uh, you know, doing something? What happened there? You know, it was, it was interesting. Um, you know, I, I think a few times in my life I've found myself really, really low, and I probably have given into circumstances or bad decisions or bad luck or whatever that got me there. And then, you know, it's easy to, when you, and you know this, uh, Doc, when you get to a, a low point, it's easy to wallow in that low point oh, and not, yes. mm -hmm. and not, yeah, not like just say, okay, I got to take care of this myself. So, you know, I really was, uh, I had less, I remember I had 56 cents to my name and, um, living out of the car. And I just said, I, I, I gotta, 
I, I got to make a change. I mean, nobody's going to do it for me. I got to mm-hmm. do something. So I mm-hmm. literally walked into a restaurant, begged for a job, and uh, worked a bunch of double shifts until I could afford to to uh, get a place. And uh, and then just continued to work two, three jobs while I went to school, and finally was able to you know get back on the right track again. But it was just it was Boy, not that anything. That must have been hard. That must have been quite a journey. It was. You know. It was just a bunch of, you know, I was a very innocent, not very worldly kid, and I just, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't make a lot of any bad decisions, really. I just had some bad luck and just had to wake up one day, you know, like just everybody's got a point when they got to grow up, and I just, I you know, it just hit me. At, uh, unfortunately, it hit me at that point, you know. Wow, I can imagine. You know, um, one of the things that did you get married while you were in Vegas, or or that didn't happen until later? No, that happened later. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, I, I guess we all have our ups and downs in life. Um, one of the chapters in my book I talk about is peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had seen some peaks in between that time mm-hmm. and uh, when I got married. And one of those peaks was, you know, meeting somebody that I, you know, fell in love with and thought that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Uh, and that was in my late 20s. Um, when we met and uh, married, uh, mm-hmm. quickly had uh, twins. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. We had How old were twi- you when twins. you had your twins, uh, David? Um, I'm just asking. Um, I was in my early young? 30s. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? I was in my early 30s, and, okay. um, mm-hmm. and they're 17 now. They're juniors in high school. Okay. Uh, Well, I want you to hold that point because we're going to take a brief commercial break and we're going to be right back. And listeners, don't move. Call your friends. Tell them to get their pads and pens unless you're driving because you're going to take notes on this important interview we have today with Mr. David Richmond. So thank you and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empire. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Transformation for Success with my guest today, Mr. David Richmond. And again, we are talking about his life and running for his life, realizing true success. This is an interesting story you don't want to miss. So again, I'm saying, listeners, get your pads, pens ready to take notes. Okay, David, you were telling us a little bit about your background, and then you have these wonderful twin babies. But mm-hmm. one of the things I want to get back to is what were some of your 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 low points, and where did you decide uh, that your life needed to change? I mean, you were overweight, a heavy smoker, and what's happening in the marriage? Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> that was a lot. A lot of it was what was happening in the marriage. I was married to a to a. Uh, an alcoholic, uh, drug addict, uh, abusive person whose behavior got worse and worse over time. Oh, wow. And uh, that combined with being in a career where I wasn't really focused on myself. I was just kind of going through the motions, and I was in a pretty low period. I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know really where to turn or how to t- take care of myself. I was worried about my kids, and... Mm-hmm. You know, I was treading, you know, water that I didn't know how to tread. I mean, how, how do you wow. deal with a situation like that? And I didn't feel comfortable talking to anybody about it. I was just, I had a couple of close friends that obviously knew what was going on, but they didn't know the depth of the, you know, seriousness of it. And, you know, frankly, Doc, what happened was I just, I got to a point where I was really, really low, right? I, I, I was, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. you know, I... I I think I was probably neglecting myself at a very uh, high level mm-hmm. um, so that I could find any way to get out of it, even if that meant, you know, as dramatic as it sounds, killing myself. And Oh, my goodness. You know, you know I mean, the, not, the, the you interesting know, thing about this, David, and I'm so glad that you're willing to share and be authentic, is that we often, you know, I think, hear stories of women who are in marriages where the male is an alcoholic, on drugs, and abusive. And here, that's why I wanted you to tell your story, because here we have just the opposite, which we don't hear, because oftentimes men don't share some of the things they've gone through with women who can be abusive and who are on drugs and alcohol. So this this is uh, very interesting, and I'm, I, I'm glad you're sharing. And then where you get to the situation uh, in your life, and I think many of us can say that I was in an awful situa- marriage at one time, and you do feel like, uh, what do I do? Maybe I just need to check out of here. So right. when did you decide that, that your life, you needed to change? I mean, what happened? Well, specifically what happened was that I was afraid that if I tried to leave her, that it would create a fight with the kids, mm-hmm. uh, over the kids, and it would create ha- a harmful situation for uh, for for them and maybe potentially for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought I don't want to put my kids through that. And oh, so, wow. I guess you could say it was fortuitous for me, mm-hmm. but um, there was a time when she went a little bit over the edge, uh, and um, I was able to get the authorities involved, 
and with that um, leverage was able to say to her, listen, um, I'm going to take the kids and put them in a safe place. I'm going to take myself and put them in a safe place, and I'm using this leverage. You put yourself mm-hmm. in this situation to not be able to intimidate us or put us in harm anymore. And good. So, good for you. Gosh, where did that I courage did, come from? I guess from yeah, just seeing the kids. You know, huh? it's, <laughs> yeah, it just happens, and, and I just I, I some, something just sparked in me that said, if I've got an opportunity to take care of my kids and if I've got an opportunity to care, take care of myself, mm-hmm. I better seize it. And um, so I did. And that's, that's what started my transformation point. And once I said that I should start living and that I, it's free, I'm free to kind of take care of myself, that's when I went for that first run and said, I got to do something completely different. Here I am, big and overweight and a smoker and very unhealthy and had just been through an emotional ringer for a number of years. The last thing I would be expected to do would be probably go for a run. So I said, I got to go for a run. I got to change my life. How overweight were you, David? <laughs> that first time that I went for a run, I was like 36 years old, 37 years old. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And how much, how much weight were you carrying? I was uh, probably uh, about 70 pounds more than I am right now. So... I was carrying oh, wow. about like 260. I wasn't like grossly overweight, but I was pretty uh-huh. overweight. You yeah. know, 250, 260 for a, uh, you know, but a very unhealthy, you know, smoking two packs a day and not, not eating healthy and just, mm-hmm. you know, being a wreck. I was a wreck. So did something, I mean, other than just the, the wife and with the, this traumatic thing happening, did something else occur in your life that was life-changing? Um. You know, it, it was, and it's a thought that I, I know you've talked about and you've you've ex, uh, explored this with a number of your guests when I listen to your shows, and that mm-hmm. is that people have, like, this discussion with themselves and kind of say, I, I have to make a change for myself. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Th- Some people call that this... the inner critic. <laughs> yeah, the inner critic. Right? I've, where, where I just... I've heard them refer to that as the inner critic. Um, yeah. something inside. So I got to make a change. I got to do something different. I, I got to do something different. And, 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 you know, kind of the thought process is behind my whole uh, journey was that I, I, I realized that I was doing everything for everybody else. You know, I did what I, when I was a kid, I, I had, I had to make my parents happy and my teachers happy. And when, when I'm growing up, I, I did things for my bosses or for my wife to, to, you know, my ex-wife to, you know, to, to protect myself or what I wasn't doing anything for me. That's what we call the pleaser mentality. I don't know if you, we, we, we talk about that in your book, but I've talked to many people and I call it the pleaser mentality, pleasing everybody else, but yourself. And that's exactly what I hear you saying. Yeah. And, and, (laughs) um, at some point you do have to put yourself first, you know, that old, uh, that old analogy of being on a plane and they say, you know, put your own mask on before putting the mask on other mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. is true. Cause if you run around putting your mask on other people, there's just going to be a dead hero there. You got to take care of yourself first and then you can take care of other people. And I don't know that I fully understood that right away, mm-hmm. but I do know that uh, some people don't like the word selfish, but I don't mind it. I do know that I became selfish. I said, what, what are the things that, 
that I want to do? What are what do I want to accomplish? How can I be a better dad? How can I be a better employee? How can I be more healthy? These are things that I wanted to do for me rather than pleasing other people. And so that's fantastic. That, yeah, that was that was the big change for me. And you know, David, when we look at the word selfish, self, and then we can change that S self R S self first and make that I always yeah, think selfish, it's self first. We can change yeah. that. So I mean I just happened to think about that as a matter of fact. That's new information that just came to my <laughs> mind. <laughs> well I, I you know words words are funny. Words 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 uh, you know connote different thoughts for different people and I know people you know that people are un- uncomfortable sometimes with that word selfish. And yes. and I think it's such an important thing to take care of yourself first. And my whole message and what my journey was all about was was deciding what I could become, but for me, what what I could become for myself, right? Because I'm living my life for me and not for anybody else. And when I started that thought process, it, I said, how, you know, what are the things that are, what are the values, what's important to me, what what do I you know, what drives my behavior and how can I be a better person? And if I'm lucky enough, doctor, to live a long life and can I look back, what am I going to look back on and be proud of that I accomplished and that I took control over? And there was, at that point, there wasn't too much I could be proud of. Now, did you have someone to talk to or someone that helped you into getting into this thought pattern of self? Uh, Did you have anybody help you with that? It just came to you. No, it's physical. Just, it's you know, actually, anybody physically, personally, who who helped you with that? No, it, it it didn't. I had read some books, and you know, I was involved. I was kind of living a dual life. I was I was I was in charge of a very large business for a major Wall Street firm, mm-hmm. and was a very compassionate and I think successful leader inside inside of that firm. But I was, I was kind of talking out of two sides of my mouth. I could tell other people how to do things well and inspire them and motivate them, but I just didn't, I just never listened to it myself. And so um, I didn't. The answer is no, I didn't. But yeah. I, I think through exercise and, you know, the, the meditation you can get from 10 hours of running or from 20 hours of running or from biking for 300 mm-hmm. miles. Um, you can have a lot of conversations inside that can help. I guess you can, yeah. Help, how did you help. How did you choose running uh, or, you know, as an exercise? How, how did you happen to, you know, because there are all forms of sort of exercise, but running, why running? How did that happen? Rather than you know, just going to the gym, um, working out, weight training. Yeah, I, I could have done that. I could have done all those things. And I mm. I, I honestly, I remember the, the, the day, Doc, when I looked in the mirror and I said, you got to do something that is absolutely not you. If you want to change, you got to do, <laughs> okay. do the thing that is furthest away from who you are. Find, go as far as you can from who you are. And for me, that was going for a run. There's no possible way I would ever have gone for a run in my life. So go that, as far that, as you so can from who you are. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I went, I, I said, if you're going to change, if you're going to have a meaningful change in yourself, if, if you want to become something that you want to become, start doing the things that are the first away from where you're at now because I didn't like who I was. I felt like I hadn't accomplished anything. 
mm-hmm. I wasn't living for myself. I wasn't doing, I, I was just, I was lost. So I said, how do you find yourself? Go to the extreme. What's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing David Richmond could do for himself? That was go for a run. That is absolutely wonderful, which, of course, has you then redirect your focus on health. Well, David, we're going to take another short break, and we're going to be right back and talk about how running redirected your life and focus on health. And what would you give to people today dealing with any one of these three issues that you were dealing with? Terrible marriage, heavy smoker, and I'm suspecting a feeling of low self-esteem. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back because there's more to hearing from Mr. David Richmond. So thank you. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here, Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Is there a real magic formula for success, or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer, to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello there, and welcome back to Transformation for a Success show with my guest, Mr. David Richman, a man who embarked on total transformation that not only saved his life, 
but brought happiness. So he's just sharing his journey about the principles that how actually how he got into running and how it redirected his life and focus on health. So stay tuned because we have more questions that I'm going to ask and he's going to answer today. All right, David. So how did the running uh, redirect your focus on health? Uh, well, uh, as somebody that shouldn't have done anything close to running, I said I better start. So I, mm-hmm. I, I went for a run. Uh, it hurt, and I was not very, I was not very happy about it. But um, I, I, you know, I had this discussion with my daughter. Both of my kids, you know, I was very honest with them. They were only mm-hmm. just before five years old when this all took place, and my sister was. Um, uh, going through cancer and mm-hmm. eventually uh, died to brain of uh, brain cancer, mm-hmm. but at that time, um, so sorry. my daughter, yeah, my daughter had heard at school that smoking causes cancer, and she came to okay. me. Okay, when are you going to stop smoking? She was five years old, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, I'll stop smoking if you stop sucking your thumb." And she looked at me and said, "Deal." So. Um, I figured the best way to continue to not smoke is to run because you can't smoke and run at the same time. So, um, so that was kind of like a mini inspiration for me, and it allowed me to continue to run because um, you can't smoke and run. That's just not, it's just not possible. That's so, right. That's right. Oh, wow. You know, I, I went wow. running, and then I said, "Geez, you know, this is kind of cool. I can actually run a mile, and then I could run three miles, and then I said I'd try to run five, and then ten, and." About eight or nine months later, I completed my first Ironman, which is a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and then a full 26 wow. marathon. You know, in succession. Yeah, I did that uh, about eight months after quitting smoking, and uh, just took it from there, and just said, you know, what what's the most I can accomplish for me? And I never tried to win because I can't I can't win, mm-hmm. and I'm not looking for medals or prizes or awards. I just want to see what I can accomplish, and I think that that is um, one of the most empowering, powerful things you can do is mm-hmm. when you start realizing that you shouldn't be doing things to please others, like you said, or you shouldn't be doing things uh, to receive mm-hmm. attention, but you should be doing them because this is what you want to be doing and you want to see what you can accomplish, uh, then the journey just seems all the more meaningful. Now, I have just a question, too, about running. I I never liked running, but I loved weight training, um, lifting weights. <laughs> and so the running, in terms of mental acuity, how, how did that help you and help you to find a deeper awareness? Does this occur while you're running and maybe your mind is free to intake, you know, God speaking to you or, you know, your spirit consciousness being more open. Yeah. Can, can you a, share that with me? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, you know, doctor, that is a great question. And let, let me, let me tell you, it took me a while to understand this and to tune into mm-hmm. it. And then when I tuned mm-hmm. into it and I understood it, it was really something that I gravitated to. And that is that throughout our lives, every day, each month throughout the year, how much free time do we get to sit down and just think? When you're at a movie, you're thinking about the movie. When you're on vacation, you're laying by the pool reading a magazine or you're going for a hike or you're spending time with friends. When you're in the rose garden, you're thinking about planting. I mean, we we really rarely take more than 
half hour, an hour maybe to think if you do yoga or meditation or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But for me to clear my head, it took more than a half hour or an hour here and there. It takes hours and hours and hours. And I found that when I was on a six-hour run in the desert or a 10-hour bike ride in the desert, wow. um, that I my brain could really start to let go and start to figure stuff out. And it was it's very, for me, running is mm-hmm. very therapeutic, not because of any kind of runner's high or not mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. because I'm trying to get in shape or keep in shape, mm-hmm. but it's really therapeutic because it allows me to really contemplate things for a long period of time. And when you, I remember one time, uh, Doc, I, I contemplated the word perspective for almost eight hours. Wow. On a run. Okay, just, what, what did just, you get out of that one? Just one little wonderful. principle out of perspective. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. I, I, I came up with the idea that, or my thought of perspective was um, that we bring our prejudices and our experiences to things um, and, that, and, and that what we need to do, at least I feel like what, what we need to do, is to be aware of everybody else's perspective, but listen to ours because that's what matters. How, how we view the world is how we're going to affect people in our world. That's and so we so got so mm-hmm. we got to we, we got to believe in ourselves and stay true to our perspective and get in t- touch with it so that you can be real. And if you can be real and have your own perspective and and feel good about it, then you can have an impact, you know, with other people. And so Absolutely. Long answer I, I to your question, marvelous. but that's why yeah, that's mm-hmm. why running for me is important uh, or long distance exercising is important for me, mm-hmm. doctor, because it it really uh, allows for some great meditation. Well, I, I really uh, admire you and just what you've done, um, because truly what, you, what you've shared is that you were, through a dramatic shift, you were able to see the potential in you. But more importantly, and I said this earlier, you were able to create an action plan for yourself. And the action plan for each of us will vary according to what we think will redirect our lives or help us. For you, it was going as far as you could from now. I mean, what, what's the thing that I could do, Barbara could do? Uh, and I chose weight training some years ago. Mm-hmm. What's the farthest thing? I was 62 years old, starting <laughs> to lift weights and uh, became uh, hundred, lifting 150-pound deadlifts from the floor. Wow. So that's the farthest I could go. And I found through that that those are things that shape me today. You can do anything that you set your mind to. Now, I want you to talk about what you're doing now. Uh, and Well, maybe before we get there, I want to know the advice you would give the listeners out there who may be dealing with one of these three issues or maybe all of them. I'm overweight. I have a terrible marriage. I'm a heavy smoker or drinker, and I don't feel good about where I am. What would you tell them? Principle number one. <laughs> you got a lot of one, it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really tough thing to do. Um, it's really really hard to do. But the number one most important thing that you need to do, I, in my opinion, I had to do it was have a honest, deep down, straight on talk with yourself, and say, what do I want to get out of this life? 
am I am I anywhere near getting out what I want to out of this life? I got to sit down and say is I you just have to have a true heart to heart with yourself. And that's what I did as I said, you know, I'm going to stop thinking about what I should be doing or what other people want me to do or where I'm at and mm-hmm. circum mm-hmm. where do I want to be? What what's important to me? So that's the first thing I think is to have a heart to heart with yourself. Okay. Once you do, I think that you can uh, come up with the values that are important to you, and start living to those values. What you know, it's our values that drive our behavior. Absolutely. If, if, right. So, if, if, I now, used to have you a, talked about an action plan. Uh, yeah. Does this lead to the? Because see, you not only you know came out. What do I want out of this life? Heart to heart talk with myself, and then you came up with some great ideas, like an action plan for yourself. Yeah. How did you do yeah, that? I, I came up with an action plan, and that action plan was to get in touch with my values, determine what's going to drive my behavior. Um, you know, some people are motivated by money. Some are motivated by love or approval or acceptance or greed or mm-hmm. fear or whatever. But those are the things, whatever motivates you, those, that's mm-hmm. what you've got to get in touch with. So I, I kind of listed out my values and what's going to drive my behavior and what I what I want to accomplish because what, that's what's important to me. Um, mm-hmm. And then you start checking things off the list and you say, if I'm going to have to engage in meaningful change, these are the goals I'm going to have to set. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to have to you know, engage in some meaningful transformation, this is what I'm going to need to do to get from point A to point B. And you've got to measure yourself along the way. You've got to check to make sure that you're on the right path. I mean, there is a process to it. And um, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like what I say is, you know, my book, uh, I, I talk about living, you know, living on purpose. And okay. I, I think a lot of us don't do that. I think a lot of us just kind of go with what life has given us and we just kind of mold ourselves around our circumstances rather than saying, this is what's important to me, so I'm going to do things on purpose. I love it. I love it. So really, it's really being honest and, and being deep and going deep and being on top of yourself. What do I want to get out of this life? And I hope the listeners out there are taking notes on this because I do know that a lot of people do the self-reflection, but then it's like once you have it, then it's developing an action plan and getting in touch with what do I want to do? I love that, you know, with my behavior. I mean, what drives my behavior? What drives me? And then check it, check it out. Uh, set up a measurement. Living on purpose. I love that. So, Now, as we sort of wrap up the show today, there are a couple more questions I really want to get out. You state um, in your book, we can become extraordinary ourselves when no one is paying attention. Explain what you mean about that statement. We can become extraordinary ourselves when no one is paying attention. Yeah, and, and that's a very empowering thing, doctor. When you realize that really nobody's paying attention. You know, you, you said it before when you say you could please people your whole life and you might not even get a thank you for it, right? Oh, what? wow. <laughs> okay, guess what? I got to bookmark this for just a minute as we go on break and we're yep. going to be right back because I want you to share the meaning of that statement and it's a powerful one at that. So listeners, stay tuned and we'll be right back.
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. There are 13 unbreakable habits of truly enlightened people. These life-changing habits are discussed on Dream the Life, Live the Dream with Dr. Yomi Garnett. We'll offer an excursion in self-discovery, along with wisdom that will allow you to stay on the correct path toward your destiny. You can find excellence in your life. Tune in every Thursday at 7 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, that's 10 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for this exciting transformational journey. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home, and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to Transformation for Success show with my guest today, Mr. David Richmond, who is fantastic. This is a extraordinary man who's written a book called Winning in the Middle of the Pack. So, and he's working on another book, but we are talking about some of the things that he did to develop a system physically and mentally to consciously and deliberately power through and meet his goals. So we were talking about a statement he had made in his book, we can become extraordinary ourselves when no one is paying attention. And I had asked him before our break to explain what he meant in this very powerful statement. David, take it away. <laughs> yes, doctor. Well, you know, um, it's, it's continuing on the thought that we, you know, we often, now not everybody does this, but we often uh, live our lives to please others. And, you know, if you take some of the most uh, compelling uh, visionaries and successful people in, in the, you know, in the world, Today, they don't live that way. They don't please others. You look at Oprah Winfrey or Michael Jordan or, you know, whomever, they, they please themselves, and they, they're on to something there. And, and, and they're, not, they're not doing it because they're egotistical. They're doing it because they're trying to become the most that they can become for themselves. And I don't think that most people, including me, I never did, um, things for myself. I did them for other people and to please everybody else. And so I think that that statement means... You know, like when I go do a 50-mile run or I do a 100-mile run, when I cross that finish line, I don't care if anybody notices. I don't care. I'm never going to be written up in the paper. Nobody's ever going to put me on a podium and say, look at this. I'm just going to walk away and go, I did it. I did it for me. I mean, I accomplished something that I probably shouldn't have accomplished. 
that is it's powerful and and I was saying to you I think we should make that a plaque <laughs> I like it I like it but it's it is a very empowering thought you know just super quick doc you know um I used to have all these people used to make fun of me and they're like oh what are you running from what are you trying to run away from and I <laughs> I said, I'm not. I'm running towards something. I'm running to I was going to say, you're running yeah. towards the most I'm magnificent running, yeah. thing. I'm, I'm running, running from yeah. my purpose. <laughs> exactly. I'm running to a finish line that, that nobody else could understand but me, and I'm fine with that. That is a very good and powerful I thing. I love it. And, I, I actually love that, that, that statement. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing the things, really, truly, when I look at your story and how you are so successful today in absolutely writing a book about uh, how this total transformation saved your life. I think that is so Im- important. Now, when, we, when I talk about total transformation, I talk about it on a physical level an emotional level and spiritual level, because I think all three have to be in balance. So tell me, where do you get your spiritual food? Where, how are you guided in, in that spiritual direction? Because physically, emotionally, but spiritually fit, all three, because we're integrated, spirit, soul, and body. Yeah, and, and for, for, for me, you know, this, this, the spiritual side comes from... Um, you know, being in tune to the people that have been important in my life and, mm-hmm. you know, understanding that I'm on a journey that, um, you know, allows me to, you know, try to learn myself and try to figure myself out. Um, mm-hmm. I do have, um, you know, forces in my life that drive me, you know, on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but for me, it's a, it's a it's all a journey. It's just starting from from where I'm at now and saying where I want to be, and you know, I just draw inspiration from wherever I can. And I think that's great. One of the things too, um, after losing your sister to brain cancer, <clears throat> I think it's notable that you organize a yearly fundraiser for this the comprehend it's Johnson Comprehensive Cancer Center. And I think that's wonderful. And tell us a little bit about about that uh, fundraiser you're, that you do. Huh. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm glad that you brought it up, and thank you for remembering uh, uh, mm. that from 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 our talks before. But uh, I uh, am going to do something completely insane, Doctor. If you're ready for this one, I'm going to drop it on you. Um, okay. Each I'm year ready. I do. Each year I do something. I'm I'm planning to, and I'm very very deeply involved in the planning stages of it. But I am planning to uh, next year, so April of 2016, I'm going to leave Los Angeles and ride my bike across the country and up the East Coast to Washington D.C. to raise wow. money and awareness for uh, cancer research and care. So. Uh, the the, uh, the 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 program is called Cycle of Lives. Um, I've set up a nonprofit organization, and we're going to be um, biking across the country and raising money and awareness for the care and research of cancer of people affected with cancer. And so, I'm oh, very excited. Wonderful. I've I've been I've been very blessed to be able to um, be pushed in that direction by the inspiration of you know my sister and many many other people i've met along the way so uh that's what's going on with me 
I think that's wonderful. And I, I know that you're also uh, setting up to do consulting and you're doing uh, business coaching uh, programs across, across the country. You have mm-hmm. just, I mean, you have really totally transformed your life and you're doing a lot to help others. Tell us some of your success stories that uh, are occurring and in, in sharing your story of winning, I love it, in the middle of the pack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, uh, we're all just trying to do, you know, the thing that we are maybe meant to do. And I don't know... You know, I mean, listen, I, I listen to how comfortable you are, you know, interviewing people and leading them and coaching them, and it's something that you're, you're, you know, just natural to who you are, and you're having an impact on people in a very meaningful way. But believe way. me, David, I, I, I didn't believe that at first. I mean, I was like, oh, my God, you know, because I'm used to talking to a live audience, and sometimes I'm thinking, I'm sitting in a studio, and I'm thinking, is anybody out there listening? Uh, oh my goodness! It oh wow! It it was it, it was tremendous. I mean, I was doing something outside of my comfort zone, and I know that it was God that placed me in this position. <laughs> so to be comfortable and at ease, I tell you, I was not at first, David. So yeah, but, <laughs> I, yeah, but you know, you're, I'm you're, still you're, growing you're... every day. I'm growing and learning. I am trying to be the best and be all that the master craftsman has called me to be. And the message for for all of us is hope, to give people hope, to give them encouragement, to give them. And I wanted to do more than just giving encouragement principles because I've been in that same position. And it's like, what what did you do to turn your life around? I'm overweight. I, I mean, what what do I need to do? And so the action plan and David, you just did it. And I, I, I again, I applaud you. Uh, and thank you for being on the show today because it's really been very inspirational, not only to me, but I know the guest. So as I, I close today, I know that many of you can be your own champions. And I want to have you just give a last two, maybe two principles that you'd like to share before we close. We have a few minutes. So take it away, David. Here's your chance. <laughs> Okay, well, I will tell you that the that I think the two most important principles are one, um, allow yourself, you know, the the empowerment, the self empowerment, the selfishness, the focus on yourself to determine okay. what is it that you want to come up with in life. Right. That's number one. Right. Um, number two is realize that it's a journey and there's going to be peaks and valleys. Don't get too excited when things are going well. Just stay the course and don't get too down. When they're not going well, just stay the course, right? If you, if you're if you're on a journey and you recognize that it's going to take some time and effort to get from here to there, then you just keep moving forward and you're going to get there. Thank you so much, David, for being on the show today. And again, listeners, I know you've enjoyed listening to Mr. Richmond today and how he embarked on a total transformation physically, emotionally, and spiritually. His story is amazing, and I know many of you out there have some amazing stories yourself. And I know that many of you can be your own champion, and I trust you've benefited from this meaningful message, how anyone can champion his or her own cause and be the better for it. So in the words of David Richmond, as he said, stay the course, have a great week, exercise your mind, Be grateful for what you have. 
be encouraged and stay tuned next week as I will have another inspiring and interesting and very famous guest who will share her journey of transformation and what it has done to help people today. So have a very blessed and safe weekend. This is Dr. Barbara Young, your success coach, signing off until next week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back.